This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Wisconsin's oldest Chinese restaurant celebrates 100 years in? In Wisconsin? Yeah, where? Oh. Uh, Rhinelander. New Glarus. Lake Mills. I don't know. Middleton. Prairie du Chien. Milwaukee. Duluth. <laughs> I thought you'd get it, but uh, you get ample opportunity to hang yourself there. Janesville. Close. I was all around the area. The Cozy Inn is celebrating 100 years making this Janesville restaurant. Check this out. The oldest existing Chinese restaurant in Wisco. Second oldest in the damn United States. The one we're sitting in. These United States. How about that? The general public invited to join the Fong family. Hmm. For an anniversary celebration at Old Town Mall, downtown Janesville. Today. I think it's Tom. Huh? Isn't it Tong? It's spelled F-O-N-G. Oh, F-O-N-G? I thought you said Thong family. <laughs> hmm. Hello. <laughs> I don't care what they're serving. I'm <laughs> I love the poo-poo platter. Uh, I'll have what she's having. Mm. Uh, today, two to four, you can go down there and... Uh, what can you do? I haven't read the article. <laughs> Hang on. I'm, not, I'm really not quite sure what happens there from two to four. I just, uh, I just saw the headline. Let me find out. Let's all find out what happens today, two to four. Amazing. Uh, the, the pre- Restaurant first opened 1922. Yeah, I mean, same, that's 100 years. Same location it is today under the ownership of the Wong family. Several generations of the Wong family ran the business. If you can't be right, you might as well be Wong. Mm. For more than 50 years before selling the restaurant to Marie Schum and her husband in 75, Marie's son, Tom Fong, along with his wife, Amanda, and her sister, Michelle, currently own run the business. Uh, today, well, here we go. Here we go. Let's get to the guts. Uh, meet and greet. Let's get all up in them guts, John. Bring the thongs. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me young Thong. <laughs> Not too young, though. <laughs> Not too young. <laughs> the check ID of Thong. Oh. Uh, today, meet and greet with, uh, yeah. Uh, <coughs> and at 3 o'clock, Chief David Moore, Janesville's acting city manager, will announce an official proclamation recognizing this historical milestone. Tendies can sample some of the restaurant's most popular apps, egg rolls, rangoon, wonton. You know how much you weigh if you eat too much Chinese? Wonton. (laughs) (laughs) And Marie will be making her legendary egg tart, her specialty dish. Hungry uh, patrons can visit the Cozy Inn by venturing up to 20 stairs to the second floor of 214 West Milwaukee Street. How about that? There it is on the sign. Oh, that's a cool old sign. Man, American Pickers, those guys would give you a thousand bucks for that sign. It says Chop Suey. No, they wouldn't. They'd give you a five hundred and sell it for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Listen, the yeah, pawn stars. Listen. That thing's taller than the ceiling. We're gonna have to take it out to the farm. We're gonna have to fix the neon. You know how much that is? I get two dollars. Uh yeah, it's one of those great old classic signs. I like the Orpheum, you know? When, when the sign was usually better than the food. Chop suey, cozy in. How about that? What's your favorite Chinese joint? Do you have one? Uh, well. I'll give you mine. I know mine. What's yours? You're not going to like it. People listening aren't going to like it. Is my phone going off? I think so. I like uh Oh, that's Carissa Thong. She's in the older dudes. She would like me to come to the restaurant today. Stat. 
She would like me to bring my long rangoon. Oh, she's going to be disappointed. Very soggy. Mini egg roll. What's your favorite Chinese? Well, like Chinese specifically, because no. I usually do Thai food. Oh, okay. All right. You're one of those people. Uh, but if it's Chinese specifically, I don't really have a lot of experience with it. I would say Happy Walk is fine. Dude, thank you. That's no. exactly what I was going to say. Ringing thank you. No. No, thank you. No. We did not previously talk about this and share our... We all know because you didn't even read the damn article. Right. <laughs> I, <have laughs> I didn't start thinking about Chinese food until approximately four minutes ago. <laughs> no, a lot of people would say, uh, what's the one? Ichiban or uh, what's the... Oh, the Who Hot. Is that Chinese? Uh, dude. Who Hot is Mongolian. I am a big fan of Happy Walk right over here by Menards, right next to the taco. I usually do the east side one, but yeah. Right next to the freaking Taco Bell, dude. Yeah. Right here on the west side. Happy Walk. What's your favorite? What do you get when you go Chinese? Well, it kind of depends. Am I feeling like a fat piece of crap? Yes. I'm going to do in general so then. There you go. They have a chicken egg rice thing. Oh, yeah, dude. Which is probably their number one thing. And you, it's great leftovers. It's chicken fried rice, right? It's chicken fried rice. Yeah. Chicken fried foo young or whatever it's called. Very <laughs> nice. I like their soup. <laughs> oh, me soup. <laughs> and, oh. Jeez. Shrimp egg roll. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Yeah, chicken egg Young, Foo Young, or whatever it's called. Not a rapper. Goddamn Chinese tour, dish. Tour with Young Gravy. Young Gravy. Yo. All them farts that keep you warm. It's true. true. That's very true. Oh, man. Did you watch Yellowstone last night? No. You know what? I did like a dummy. I canceled... I went through all my subscriptions for crap. I do that sometimes. You're unbelievable. And I canceled my Paramount Plus subscription because I was like, <sighs> I never watched that. <gasps> and then, yeah, my friend Nick messaged me and she's all like, Yellowstone night. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I don't know. Maybe I can do the free trial. I don't know. I, I don't even know if I finished season four, did I? didn't I? miss much last night. We can get into it. I was, okay. I was bored to death last night. Were you really? It was a chore to watch that show last oh, night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, now it's political. He's in. He's the governor now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch the rest. That, no. Uh, I missed season four. Hello. Hey, called my friend in North Korea to see how he's doing with all this stuff going on. He said, shh, I can't complain. <laughs> Hello? Hey. Good morning. Malachi. Hi, how are you? Dude, our favorite portage, soon to be Marine. What up, dog? Not much. How are you? Good. What's happening? I just want to say good morning. Oh, awesome. Did you have a good weekend? This is so great. Yeah, I had a good weekend. Just worked. Where do you work at? I work at the Portage Culver's. Oh, right on. Boom. Dude, back the boys in blue. Yeah. Love it. Um, You guys should visit one day. Maybe Dude, you're gonna you're it. gonna come home a hero, and there you're you're gonna get uh, free, freaking butter burgers for life, buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why he's in it. Okay, now right. I, I'm sure yeah, he's gonna. Food. You know, you know. I wanted to talk to Mr. Wong Thong. Uh, yes. About Wa- his, you know, Wong Tong. Yes. Oh, Malachi, you calm down over there. Do you have any Chinese in Portage? Yes. I think I ate at a Chinese place in Portage. Yeah, I believe there is, but I don't remember. Uh, those are some of the best ones. Yeah, they are. Chinese food is pretty good. I love Chinese food. I will always love Chinese. I will put it right after. Where do you rank Chinese? Malachi, where do you rank Chinese after pizza? Where do you rank it? Um, let's see. I would go probably, it's definitely within the top five. Well, yeah, that's that's the easy way out. Give me a specific. Oh, oh, Where do you rank Chinese? Rank it after. Yeah. What do you rank? Where do you rank? What's your top three foods? Um, Styles. We would go definitely homemade pizza. Mm. No, actually, no. First would be. I thought you'd say Culver's. <laughs> no. That's its own food group, by the way. <laughs> yes. No, first I would do my stepmom does this toasted bread with avocado oh. and tuna. Dude. And it is. 
so good. That does sound good. That sounds amazing. And then, so that's number one. Second one would be homemade pizza. And then probably salads. And then Chinese food. You put a salad... Dude, salads are. Yeah. Listen, listen. Wait till, get, wait, wait till he gets a little fat and uh, in his twenties, then he'll flip those two. He's gonna be fat in his twenties. He's in the Marines. Uh, that's true. Until he gets out of the Marines, <laughs> that's true. I say, okay, well, I'll respect that. I'll respect the hell out of that, buddy. <laughs> All right, man. I, everybody's uh, everybody's just uh, dying that you didn't put Culver's. Yes. Well, that's their own problem. That's not a Malachi problem. I think Culver's is already in the Hall of Fame, so they don't have to, you know. Yeah, we that, don't even that's have the to great... get any, like, sponsorship yeah, anymore. Well, We're they, they get our own thing. They get enough free plugs. <laughs> All right, Malachi. Well, you yeah. have a good day at school, bud. Well, rock on, Thank buddy. Thank you. Bye, guys. Right. Bye. Malachi, becoming a regular. I love it. I was going to tell you the story how I got lost walking to Quick Trip Saturday night. <laughs> what? <sighs> I had a weekend, dude. Get it together, man. Yeah. I'm I'm I am Greg Bear. I am. Dude, you did not get lost. Yeah, I did. I didn't get I got missed Well, I'll tell you about it. It's weird. Well, after about fifteen minutes when I didn't start seeing the quick trip lights, I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh hell no. Hell no. Frostbit. I'll yeah. tell I'll tell you uh, we got home Saturday night. What did you do Saturday? I was freaking hammered, dude. I didn't drive, by the way. All you people think I'm drunk all day. But uh, we went to the casino. How'd you do? And I had a chauffeur, so I got extra hammered. Yeah. I did okay. I, I didn't, I just lost a couple hundred bucks. I didn't, I, I didn't, I, when I looked at my wallet, I had $200 bills. Okay. So I haven't seen, checked what I withdrew at the cashier's uh, table. Maybe don't. So I get home. There's no food. My wife is in Door County with the girls on a wine tour. This is, best of my knowledge, one thirty. I don't know. And uh, I wasn't going to drive over there. And I started walking. But I cut through. My best guess is I cut through that dude's yard right across the street, which is interesting because they've got two back-to-back steel fences. And I walked over the Walker's Bridge. But then I think I turned left and I ended up at the Windsor Bakery. They were closed. (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny is the Windsor Bakery is down by the Windsor Post Office, which is like three quarters of a mile from the quick trip. Yeah, man, you were busy. Yeah. You were running errands at two in the morning. (laughs) Dropping and all, some mail. All I wanted was a pothole pizza. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I, and uh, and then I, I did that. I guess I walked down the drag there, and I got up to Quick Trip. Man, somebody could have human trafficked I you. was freaking. Uh, but I remember I, I, I walked out, and I walked past the baseball field, and I'm like, this is not right. There's no baseball field by Culver's, the way I usually go. Or uh, Quick Trip, my Culver's. So you I get up to... You made it there? Though? Yeah, and I... Were you crying? Uh, I woke up and the oven was still on. Uh, I didn't shut the oven off. You're a mess, dude. You're a mess. But the pizza was gone. <laughs> Pothole pizza! Can I get an amen? Amen. I walked three miles for my pothole pizza. Let's see. Can I mention, ladies and gentlemen, five-pound bag of potatoes for how much, Biatch? 99 cents. 99 for five-pound potato. You're three miles. You burn 300 calories, so it's like one slice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't play, man. Life is about balance. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I could have been kidnapped, thrown in the back of a truck, and hauled off to. They would have returned you uh, as soon as you started yapping. Timbuktu. Yeah, Timbuktu. <laughs> like this. 
Then shut up. This is the worst hostage I've ever this had. <laughs> this, this dude keeps talking about five pound of potatoes. What the, what the, dude. He goes, I can appreciate it, but. You know, a bag of potatoes for 99 cents, you don't even have to, like, rob banks. 99 cents for a five-pound bag of potatoes. Right. Yeah. And then... Uh, this is the America I know and love. 99-cent bag of potatoes. And then, and then the next thing I know, Chrissy's waking me up at noon from Door County. Bro. Bruh. Well, you were probably very tired from all the fresh air you got. <laughs> you know, I could have made that walk. I don't even know what I had on. Right. I could have been in my probably your flip flops. <laughs> People driving by, it's like, let's see. Hang on, hang on. Slow down. He's got a pizza and a five-pound bag of potatoes. <laughs> Walking in a. Not straight line. Yeah. And it's the middle of the street. He's got potatoes. Yep. And that's my story. Not proud of it, but it's hey, about, man. Life's about balance, dude. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J-J-O. Meth. Say what you will about it, but it uh, definitely makes for amazing news stories. Where would we be without meth, huh? Uh, Cops pulled a guy over early Thursday morning, Payson, Arizona. Hot. When they walked up to his window, there was an owl sitting next to him in the car. Oh. Who? Who? Right. (laughs) I didn't see that coming, did you? You are a hoot. It took me a minute to think of that. That's pretty bad. Uh-huh. Uh. PC2. Uh, it turned out the dude was on meth, so he got a DUI. Oh. Where did the owl come from? Told them that he stopped at a gas station nearby, and a couple people in the parking lot sold it to him for 100 bucks. The Baraboo Zoo. <laughs> uh, we don't know why he wanted the owl. I'm going to guess because meth. Ah. Uh, the people he bought it from uh, told him that they found it on the side of the road. It was a small western screech owl. It was injured, but it's doing better now. I thought even an injured owl would go for uh, two hundred dollars. Yeah, seems like a high, a rare species. I think that. Well, yeah, but supply and demand, right? right. What's the demand for owls at two in the morning? Yeah, in That's a parking true. lot in Philadelphia. That watch is worth a hundred dollars. Trading, trading places, Dan Aykroyd. That's a great, great scene. That was uh, the guy behind the counter in that scene was uh, the legendary blues man, not Muddy Waters. Was it BB King? He goes, and he, my man, that watch is worth twenty five thousand dollars. Good, two hundred meters underwater. That is the latest in European watch technology. In Philadelphia, at two in the morning, that watch is worth twenty five dollars. <laughs> Anyway, um, the owl is being treated at an animal rehab center. They hope to release it back in the wild soon. Um, so I have a biologist here, Laura Hackett. Um, here we we think that she had gotten knocked around or jostled somehow in that tumultuous night that she had. The officer handled it like a pro, you know. He, he did the right thing, got it to safety. So he has a really good story to take home and tell his family. It brought home two different legal points. No, you can't own wildlife, and no, don't do drugs. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. <laughs> uh, yeah, police put out a statement telling people to not use meth, or you too may find yourself illegally, illegally purchasing a wild owl for $100 in the middle of the night <laughs> from strangers at a local gas station. That's pretty, fu- that's pretty funny. I'm glad the owl is okay. Yeah, no kidding. I wish it would have... Imagine getting an owl in your car, and it's uh, was it in a cage? Did I miss that part? It was just sitting next to him in the seat, <laughs> riding shotgun. It's like scratching your eyeballs out. <laughs> when you're, it starts pecking your eyeballs out as you start driving down the road. I don't know that owls do. Are owls like that? I mean, a I hawk know. I could see doing that, that too, like a, slicing the hell out of you. Like a gateway wild animal purchase. Next thing you're on the lookout for a panda and a yeah. baby elephant. Right. And, and whatnot, and, a liger. and maybe a, a liger. They have talents. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm a lawful owl purchaser. I'll do mine in daylight through an, uh, an approved retailer. <laughs> Uh, I will not own a bird. They, well, like some of them birds, I follow a lot of the bird people on the TikTok. Some of them are super cute, but I mean, those birds live, some of them live long time for, yeah, like 30 years. Oh, wow. Oh, really? That long? I'm shocked. Oh, you're looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta learn a lot I on this show. I think that, yeah, African greys live for 23 years. Wow. Let's see. Oh, my God. Macaws live for 50 years. I think my favorite owl would be the... Uh, 35 to 50. That's the average life expectancy of a DJ. I think my uh, favorite owl is the Rush album, Fly By Night with a Blue Owl on the cover. You ever get that record? No. Fly by night away uh-huh. from here. Uh-huh. Change my life again. We have an owl in our neighborhood. Fly by night, oh, goodbye, my dear. My ship isn't coming and I just can't pretend. Is that what you were singing when you were wandering in the neighborhood, trying to find Quick Trip at 2 in the morning in your flip-flops? Fly by night, I need a ride to Quick Trip. Hey, tell everybody why you didn't DoorDash. I got a whole bunch of frostbite. I left my phone <laughs> in the car of the guy who dumped me into my driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it. Yeah, or no. <laughs> oh, man. It's oh. all right, dude. It's just. It's all right, dude. Rest. And by the way, if we can tie in pizza and rush, rest and pepperonis. Neil Pert. There you go. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. Um, you have to agree with this world record. You have to be astounded. I know how you poo-poo. All you mother effers walk around astounded and drowning. Tantric. I know. First record. Yeah. Should have been I there. I can tell people about it. Should have been there. Go on. <laughs> Anyway. One of the greatest records ever. <laughs> and then they stopped showing up for gigs. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Caught in a snowstorm. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're in Florida and there's a snowstorm. A uh, British man has broken the Guinness World Record for solving the most Rubik's Cubes in one day. Oh. His name is Gary Sholey. Broke the world record solving 6,931 Rubik's Cubes in 24 hours. Wow. Three, two, one. Yay! Yay! 6,931 Rubik's Cubes solved in 24 hours. That's amazing. Right? So he's just sitting there twiddling, twirling. His does. finger strength must be amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Good for Gary Sholey. What I, did you do this weekend? I'm, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I took a leak in the back of the uh, Windsor Bakery. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's about uh, all I did. So these are all laying there like they're like on a table or something. Yeah. Just got like a stack of Rubik's cubes, dude. What was the freaking pile of them? What was the average time? That's incredible. His wrist, pretty amazing. He's got to take some Advil for those swollen wrists. No, he's young. Oh, he's young. He's twenty. He is. He has never taken ibuprofen. That's incredible. Uh, He live streamed his attempt from a London hotel room. Um. So. His attempt was timed to coincide with the Guinness World Records Day. Mm. Look at him go. The previous record was a mere 5,800 <laughs> Rubik's Cubes. I'm going to call him and ask him what advice he would have for somebody that uh, can't solve one. And he's an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. Possibly a little stunted, dropped on his head as a child. May have drank himself some sort of... <laughs> Dementia. Uh, the hardest part of the record was hitting the 12-hour mark, Sholey said. Oh. I felt pretty drained. 
Everyone else was so excited. They were celebrating, say, you're on mark to break the record. But then I was like, it's only been 12 hours. Solve six Talk th- to me about it, dude. Try a 28-hour radiothon. Solve 6,000 Rubik's Cubes. Can't get laid. Do the math. He's getting pussy. Super nerd. Sholey said he was disappointed to not make it to 7,000. Look at this kid go. I wonder if, it, yeah. God, if you put Gary Sholey and Malachi together, they'd take over the world. So... So the struggle, what'd you say, 12-hour mark, must be from sleep? Dep- well, no, 12 hours ain't bad, but yeah, I don't know. I, I assume you're, you're cramping a little bit. I don't What do you think? I don't know. Yeah. Or you got it. Was he allowed to take a, take he, a pee while he's he solving He said it was a 12-hour mark because people were like, oh, you're on pace to break the record. But he was like, yeah. I'm only at 12 hours. How am I going to do, you know, the 24? Yeah. If I'm only at 12 now. But he powered through, and Gary Scholey is a goddamn hero, John. I'm going to get that book out again and finish it on how to solve the Rubik's Cube. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's, I might as well, I might there's as well. eight-year-olds that can do it in, like, yeah. 45 oh, seconds. They do it underwater, upside down. They do it blindfolded. Blindfolded, yeah. They, they, I saw, here's the one of the most uh, impressive feats I saw with the Rubik's Cube. He was juggling yes. three Rubik's Cubes and solving them as he juggled right. them. Yeah. And, and he solved all three of them. I know. You couldn't even get to Quick Trip. Uh, <laughs> the hell? Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. <laughs> it's okay. No, really defending that. Has anybody done it with their toes? Has anybody solved it with their feet? There's got to be. All right. Has anyone solved a Rubik's cube in space? Ah. Oh, in outer space? Well, of course an astronaut can do it. Oh, you shut up. In less than three minutes, a young talent from, I have no idea, can solve a Rubik's cube with his feet. Known for their exceptionally long toes. She's five years old, you stupid bitch. <laughs> She's from South Tunisia, where they're, they're, the locals are known for their abnormally long toes. <laughs> no, to get it, Tunisia. No, I, there was something there. I, well, I, I was lost in translation, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> uh, God dang it. Oh, God, listen to this smarty pants. So she's she's five. Yeah. Um. In addition to solving Rubik's cubes with her toes, the young record holder made the periodic table of eighty-eight Rubik's cubes, where each represents one element of the table. I hate her already. Yeah. Let's go pick on her. So each. So the periodic table. So each cube square has a its own. Did she make up the element, or was it something from the periodic table? So let's see what. She <sighs> Smart kids. How are they made? Where do they come from? I don't know. We'll never know, John. <laughs> <laughs> you got six thousand Rubik's cubes. He got lucky. He just got lucky on that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's, yeah, let's see. I wonder what he would tell us if we had him on the phone. It's like, dude, in 30 seconds, give us your best advice on how to solve a Rubik's Cube. The book uh, is very, uh, like I said, when I was in school, uh, I read the book. And I was well on my way to solving it. And it became, I don't remember it now. But it actually, when you get the formula, it's, you're fine. So if you're out there and you know how to do it and you know the formula, you can do any uh, physical thing while you're doing it. It's just, can you do the physical thing? The Rubik's thing isn't the problem anymore. It's apparently not hard. It says here. Uh, yeah. It's not. Once you get so the... easy, a three-year-old can do it. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? Well, no, I'm telling you, when we we were learning to do it, um, and I don't know if these guys started with the book. I don't. It's just a little pamphlet. It's not very many pages to learn how to do it. I'm trying to find this. Which uh, I think the world record for one is what. Like six seconds or something like that. It's extremely quick. So it's a sub ten. Here's how she did it. It's a sub ten second. Because you know, like that, there's different colors of the periodic table. Mm -hmm. So that's what she did. Oh okay. Oh. Kind of like 
that. Oh. Okay, now what did you want to do? Uh, fastest? Uh, fastest one uh, ever solved. I think it was, it's sub 10, but I can't remember how low again. Unbelievable. 3.47 seconds. I'll tell you what else is a great skill that I love to watch is that cup stacking thing they do. Yeah. That's really cool. Are you going to pick up a new hobby? No. No, I don't care about that stuff. Okay, good. I have a... Where did it go? There was another record that was broken this weekend, which reminded me of my fanny pack record that I should have called in. Um, Where'd it go since we're on the records? Records. Uh, here you go. Uh, I like records. Records are all right. It's all right. Man breaks Guinness World Record for wearing the most lanyards around his neck. That pussy. How many do you think he wore? An Illinois man. An Illinois man added another Guinness World Record to his collection where he wore 509 lanyards around his neck. Now you can go on YouTube and uh, and uh, type in Johnny Danger Fanny Pack World Record. And when I was out at the duck pond, and no, seriously, type it in. I have. Or you can go to the Mallard's website. I'm on there. And then uh, I think we hung. It was Fanny Pack night. I went out and I had like five assistants. And Vern was there. Yep, and everybody. And I put on. I must have had on. It was like over seven hundred. Yeah, it was. I was gonna say one man. Seven hundred and fifty fanny packs. Yeah, is it there? Yeah. Mother. God damn right, it's there. Let me see. Let me see. I couldn't move. It was a mobile. There I am. So it's all sped up. Is that on YouTube? It's on the. I just. It's on Madison Mallard's Facebook. Shit. Shit. Kind of famous. Look at me go. How do you think you scored Christy? Uh, World record setter. Not my... Uh, just, I got her so I wouldn't be left alone because I do stupid things when I'm left alone. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, she's actually... You know what she is? She's actually my caretaker. She's not my wife. Uh, so we spe- So they sped that up. They did a great job. Their social media team's fantastic. They sped that up with the fanny packs. You can't see... Those look like bananas, unri- unripened bananas. You can get those at Quick Trip, too. So it says, one man, 750 fanny packs. This guy, Sonny Molina, a surgical nurse. Uh, and you know the concert lanyard you get. You know, you go backstage, whatever. You guys know no, what we I'm know what about. a lanyard Well, I'm just, uh, for people that don't know. Calm down over there. Well, listen. That sounds like a challenge. You're going to try to beat the lanyard record? Well, my record's more impressive because I couldn't even move. I mean, I, that could have crippled me. Look at that. I'm struggling. <laughs> Listen, you struggle to get through a day-to-day freaking <laughs> schedule, man. I'll go for 1,000, and then I'll call Guinness. You need to call Guinness before yeah, you do it. I know. I know. I just don't. Um, we are doing, we're trying to break the record for most Cousin Eddie's together. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know if we hold the record. I don't. I don't know. Check that. We don't. There is not a record There's in place. No, oh, okay, good. But you have to pay for the Guinness people to come out. And listen, this company ain't paying for the Guinness people to come out. Well, they could put a like a plaque up in Lodi. Nobody cares about what, it. What if we make a statue of Cousin Eddie? So you got the bronze Fonz in Milwaukee. What if we do, what if we make Lodi uh, give them the bronze Eddie? We need a better name for a catchy. Let me think about it for a minute. The, the medley Eddie. Eddie. No, wait, what? <laughs> the metal, the metal Eddie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the metal Eddie. So we got the bronze fonds or the metal Eddie up in Lodi. Metally Eddie. And we'll put it you got it we'll put it out uh we'll put it in the bar at Katie's bar in Lodi. You know how much a bronze statue costs? People will come from pe- exit twelve. People will come, Ray. <laughs> they, they will fork over twenty dollars. It's a steamroller of bronze statues, Ray. But uh, they they will come. Yeah, the metal Eddie. I'm right. You know what? I'm writing that down. Because I'll forget. It's, a, it's, okay, it's okay to forget that. See, see if there's a uh, Eddie statue anywhere in the world from 
vacation. I'm looking up how much a brown stick. What if we put him on the ferry? And uh, he can be like a... We put him on the ferry. We'll mount him on the corner of the ferry. Merrimack Ferry. Just get a picture with Eddie. Um, <sighs> I don't think there is... Uh... God, he's a lunatic, too. Should we even do a statue for him? He is a lunatic. The the Metal Eddie. I don't know where this is from. I put the word out for a... Um... There's another dude that has got... Look at... Look at... Well, that's a uh, mannequin. Yeah, it's like the one that... Inspired us to do well, we had, yeah, the we, gathering of the Eddies out in Lodi. The dude uh, in Lodi downtown there. He done moved. Yeah, he moved. But he used to put one uh, in his window, in his picture window. He put an Eddie in there, in a mannequin. Looked a lot like that. Is that him? That's not him, is no, it? No, it ain't him. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I want to try to find a sculptor. <sighs> we'll do, or we can make one out of butter. I loved that movie. We'll just rub, uh, we'll just rub pancakes on it until it melts. <laughs> if we could sculpt it out of butter, and it would just be up all winter. A metal Eddie will put Lodi back on the map. I did it fall off the map. What was Lodi known for? Creedence Clearwater well, Revival. Well, well right, put... that's Lodi, California. It's wrong. Ah, that's that. See, they're not. like the bastard to Lodi, California. They, yeah. the people get confused. It's the wrong one. Um. All right. Well, so we need to find a bronzer. I. I, I he is a nutbag. You know, it doesn't have to be pure bronze. You know how people at junkyards just put random scraps together to make something look like something? Yeah. You want to do like an abstract? Well, if you, do a, if you do a mannequin, that doesn't out statue that guy. It's got to definitely be metal. And then you got to have. Right. Otherwise, uh, calling it Metal Eddie yep. doesn't make any And then sense. we got to pay a, an appearance fee to have Psycho come down and pose for a picture no. with him. What's his name? We're what? not paying Psycho to come down. Forgetting his name. Quaid, whatever. Randy Quaid. Hey, I'm not from Lodi, but I know they are known for being the home of Susie the Duck. Oh, yeah. It, it that says is, on their sign as you're going into town. That home is, of Susie the Duck. I think that is correct. I know that is correct. Hey, man, uh, we used to have a guy here. His name was Dingo Boy. Uh, we had a remote once at Bushnell Ford. Isn't that Bushnell up in the corner? Yep. Uh, he was supposed to be my support for that because I was doing, you know, radio callbacks. Uh, he was out back of the dealership having sex with one of our listeners. <laughs> While the remote was going on and I was working my took us off, he was back there. Knocking the bottom oh out of something. Oh, my some, God. You know. Do you remember when you'd do callbacks from the hot tub at somebody's house and you were supposed to be on remote somewhere? Kearns Motor Car Company. <laughs> yeah, we got in trouble for that one. So we got, uh, Greg and I, we were doing a remote at Kearns once back in the day. But they weren't at Kearns. And uh, we would take a car out for a drive. So one day it was super hot. And I'm um, like, let's go over and let's take the car over to uh, Rob's house. Rob from Rob's Performance. Motorsports. He used to live in town before he moved down to the country. Mm -hmm. So he had a pool. So we drove over there, and Greg and I had shorts on, and Rob's like, Psh, water's great. Why don't you guys jump in? So during the remote, we did two of our callbacks in, in Rob's pool drinking beer. <laughs> yeah, I think that gives him a pass to go screw someone at a remote. <laughs> Didn't the car seats get wet after you got out of they the pool? They did. They did. We put towels down. Yeah, we got, we got in trouble for that one. That was a yeah, well, we were going for. Why. We were going Thank for. An, you. They were going for an hour and a half. <laughs> it was a two-hour remote. Perfect. That's, that's customer service right there. <laughs> Replay today: the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, lots of people feel lonely. Were you feeling lonely this lonely weekend? Lonely is the loneliest number that I ever... No. One is the loneliest number that I ever heard. Known? I've ever known. Wow. That song's older than you are. How did you know that? Um, The only reason why... <laughs> 
And hold on. Something to do with your daddy? Oh, why do we always have to go there? Uh, some incident in the barn with your dad. You have some weird fantasies over there. <laughs> um, It's because of that song we played. I, I'm surprised Five Finger Death Punch hasn't covered that song. That'd be right up his vocal alley. Ivan. Yeah, and they do like covers, don't they? Who sang that song? One is the loneliest number. Isn't that Love and Spoonful? Sounds right. Which, I mean, what a great name for a band. I'm going to find this because now I am emotionally invested. Here we go, PC2. This is the only reason I knew the words. One is the loneliest Latino that you'll ever know. <laughs> it was by Three Dog Night. Oh, Three Dog. Well, you might as well play that thing. I totally. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. Okay. Play it again. One is the loneliest Latino that you'll ever know. Few can be as sad as one. He's the loneliest Latino, and his name is Juan. Jose's the second loneliest you'll ever see. Two could ever meet, then one wouldn't be so lonely, and Jose would have a homie. One wouldn't be the loneliest Latino that you've ever known. Why not? I don't know who you are. It's Juan. <laughs> I had like five of my favorite things on earth in it. Know, if, if somebody would have said Quick Trip in there, it would have been the, the perfect song. That's all, that's all I was missing. That's why. I'm at Quick Trip. That's why. I know. Okay. Uh, plenty of people get lonely. Uh, but uh, this is kind of strange. A website called PuffyBear.com. Selling a human-sized teddy bear that you can use as a body pillow. But it's not like the oversized bears you win at carnivals or anything like that. Because it's got the head of a teddy bear, but the body of a man. Oh. <laughs> uh, so. It's like something out of a very you, strange, you, awful you, nightmare. You took the red pill, not the blue <laughs> pill, didn't you? Hello. <laughs> So uh, he's got five fingers on each hand, but it's not like, uh, you know, anatomically correct. He doesn't have a wang dang or nothing. Um, here's the weird thing. Significantly reduces the feeling of loneliness, it says. He's five feet, seven inches tall, hmm. and Bill does an emotional support pillow. Is it for women or is it and for whoever needs and, cuddling? Okay. It's, it's, a, it's got smooth... Uh, Private parts. It's got Barbie parts. It's got Barbie parts. If you uh, want to own a weird teddy bear cuddler thingy, uh, 160 bucks plus shipping. Ugh. A website says uh -huh. he arrives nicky nicky with no clothes. Uh, you can dress him up however you want. I call him Mr. Snugglesworth. Mm, yes. Um, <laughs> this is... Let me see. Uh, where's my glasses? For Christ's sake. Thought Did you leave him in the car with your phone? I'm blind. <laughs> oh, here they are. Uh, what am I doing here? Okay, so there's a bear head, and it's a man's body in a sweater. And there's a very hot, real chick right next to it. Who's tired of your crap. That's why she bought an emotional support <laughs> teddy bear. Somewhere. <laughs> there's a stuffed animal sick of her crap, and she went with another one. Loving bear puffy. That's Whatever. I don't. I don't know how to respond to this. It makes me uncomfortable. So the that it's got. This is just your non-binary companion stuff. Yeah. Animal or whatever. I don't know. Well, it says it's the shape and size of a male human body. I feel better if there with was with a head of a half-asleep bear. I feel better if there was like a little compartment in the stomach that you could put your nine millimeter in. It just says male body because there ain't no titties on it. Oh, and it makes you 
me take some phone calls. Yes. Hello? Excellent. Worst talk show ever. This is the worst show. So, oh, Jesus. So let me get this straight. Some dumbass has got some small kid out there that has a Ken doll, ripped the head off, decided to put, eh, rip the head off my teddy bear and put the head in its place. Then I wonder if I can market this shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's full size. It's 5'7". What the... What the hell are they putting in the damn Kool-Aid anymore? <laughs> what a time to be alive, dude. Cry-eyed, man. I'm surprised uh, Mike Lindell didn't make a giant Trump pillow you could snuggle with. He probably did. So you could cry after the midterm elections. Stop it. What is that? Uh, hold, hold on. I got to find a reset button. Somebody what, what, ain't pushed it yet. Hold on. God. What is that? He's out. He, he was naughty. Sorry, children. Sorry, mothers of children listening to this show. But, he becomes uh, part of the family and is always at home waiting for you. Did you ever have He doesn't a, snore, he doesn't sweat, and he doesn't complain. Ooh, the opposite of me. Did you ever see... Uh, I actually lay there in sweat with an erection and complain about Yellowstone in my sleep. <laughs> Don't forget your sundowners where you wander when the sun is away. Ah... Yes, midnight cruise. Neighbors be returning you home. Midnight cruise to Quick Trip. We found yes. him at the bakery again. Uh, what was I going to say? Did you ever have a childhood snuggle toy? I had a Care Bear, but it wasn't a real Care Bear. It was a generic one that my mom had made by some lady. Mm, I had a Snoopy. Yeah. <coughs> and uh, my mom saved it. I still have it. It's at the house. It's in a box. It's in a container. Yeah. Yeah, weird, huh? And I remember, I remember it being my buddy, my, and man, oh man, I must have been, I don't know how long old I would have been. 24. <laughs> in between radio gigs, I uh, went and bought myself a Snoopy when I slept in the car. It was, I don't know, dude, I guess, whatever gets you through the whatever night. Whatever gets you through. Uh, I don't. Judge anybody, man. Whatever makes you happy. Stay happy. You've been kind of judgy this morning. I, uh, the lady's wearing a dress with teddy bears on it. Mm -hmm. It's like she's dating it. Teddy thing going on there. I think, I think, look, she's got matching Christmas sweaters with her bear. Good for you. A lot of people would admit to a snuggy huggy anything at night. Well, I mean, it's. So men have the sex robot dolls. Mm-hmm. This is clearly, I mean, anyone can buy it, but it's clearly marketed towards women. 100%. Shows you the difference, doesn't it? Men are marketed, here's a torso that you can thrust into. What is it? With- and women are marketed something they can cuddle with <laughs> and dress that doesn't complain. Like We were born with two less chromosomes. Leave us alone. Well, it's just, I mean, it's basic DNA for you guys. You're just trying to breed and spread your seed, and it's you're the victim of, of DNA. Yeah, we are, uh, you're we working are, we are it. purpose built, that's for sure, aren't we? It's hardwired, but we're coming out of it. But, uh, you get better as you get older. You get a little sure. more sentimental and appreciate things, but I don't know. I would not want that in my bed. I mean, that would. Like a wall between you. You know how hard my dog would hump that thing. Yeah, it'd be slimed up, and oh, that's and, uh, what I should get him for Christmas. Be s- s- unidentified fluid stuck to it. Well, he likes to suck on stuffed animals. He's got um. Well, right now his favorite is Timothy Oliphant. It's a elephant, <laughs> and he drags it, and it's big. It's it's big. It's like the size of my dog. Uh-huh. And he drags it around the house, and then he finds the perfect spot, and he sucks on it, and the thing's all crusty now. Weird. Yeah. Why'd you name it Tim? Because it sounds like elephant? hmm Neat. And although I would love to buy him a human-sized teddy bear, I don't, uh, I don't want that thing around my house, like you said. hmm I don't want it around my house. It's creepy. And $160, I'm not spending that on a Christmas present for my dog. 
body pillow. I suppose. I mean, I don't like to uh, spoon. Oh, it's one of the worst words in the English language. I don't like to spoon when it's over. Maybe you uh Maybe you should try being the little spoon. Is there a condition where you don't like to be touched after post-coital experience? Yes. What's that called? Over it. Sweaty. Hot. <laughs> Exerted. Yeah. Oh. Uh, exhausted. I uh yeah, afterwards when you're sweaty and you just need to cool down and need a Gatorade and whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no thank you on the cuddling. But after everybody's cooled down, we can cuddle for a little bit. Sleep habits. They're just different. Yeah. Now, spooning I like leading into. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's, it's almost a distraction when you're trying to go to sleep, though. And then people, things are moving. I used to be able to sleep with the cats. I can't anymore. I had uh, Nash up with me, and he was moving. It's like, I can't do a cat anymore. That sounded weird. But I cannot be in a bed with a cat all night anymore. Yeah. Just no. any little thing, you know. Uh, yeah, my dog's irritating, too. Mm-hmm. And he takes up a lot of the bed. But yeah, he one... doesn't sleep on it the whole yeah. night. He gets irritated with me moving around, yeah. and he lets out a deep, heavy sigh and then gets off the bed like, I'm the pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I bet those fluids on Mr. Oliphant's probably not from the dog either. Hi, how's it going? You guys cracked me up, man. Johnny's like, why'd you name it Timothy? Because it sounds like elephant. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> you guys cracked me up. <laughs> you misheard me. Don't be smirch me. Olafot. <laughs> but he's right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hello? Don't be smirch me. Good morning. You know, I think I got it figured out. Okay, all right. People just don't have common sense anymore. They don't think. It's true. Right? It's true. So I'm going to build a car. They got a hood or a trunk or no doors, no airbags, no seatbelt, nine-inch penny nails sticking through the dashboard coming at you, the batteries under the seat and the fuel tank's right next to it. Maybe then people will start saying, I just thought of something. I shouldn't have said all that because some dumbass will build that damn thing and take all the money. Amen. God. Later. <laughs> JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.